0: The store has moved. All the merch is now at store.ymhstudios.com.
1: All right, Gene, are you ready to be counted right. Ready in Chamesh. Arba. Oh, wow.
0: Shalosh. Stein. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, and bongs at? Kids, ships, need a long nap. Where my mom's, moms, moms Ah, oh, thank you for joining. I have such a treat for you today. The fantastic, the admirable, the, com- the best Leanne Kreischer is here, everybody. Oh. She's back. She's back. <laughs> Podcaster, mother, uh, wife of the party is your podcast. Yes. Everybody check that out. Thank what have you. you been talking about on that show lately? Well, Bert was my guest this week. Oh, how was that? It's good. You know,
0: <laughs> I don't get to talk much, but <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll find that shocking in what? this house. I know. So crazy. That is so weird. Yeah. I, but, you know, I think the good thing is, is we end up talking about like, <laughs> Shitty doesn't talk about here. That's right.
1: So what do you guys talk about? What do you, does it get deep? Therapy,
0: uh, parenting. How's his therapy going? Good. He started this week and uh, he started back this week. Good. And um, yeah, I think it's really good. I think he really needed it. Yeah. Um, Everybody
1: does. Everybody does. Right. Yeah.
0: So we talked, we actually podcasted before he'd had his therapy, but so we kind of talked about what that was about. Like he's been acting with our daughters a little bit like a jealous ex-boyfriend. Hmm. because they're growing up and he's like where are you going what do you mean you're going there you're not going to stay here with me and let me sit on you and hatch you like an egg i don't understand <laughs> and i'm like dude she's 16 she wants to walk to starbucks by herself is okay yeah like deep breath deep breath we're we're all good and he's just having a hard time with him growing up
1: leanne what? you're talking about Because my oldest boy is going to be five next month. Oh, my God. I know. Remember when I was pregnant with Alice and we were at dinner in Redondo? Yes. If you Google the picture, I am a whale you're pretty big oh, yes. so fucking, i gave birth maybe two days later. it was really fast
0: yeah you yeah. were a sizable pregnant lady holy
1: shit was i big which is impressive because you've like <laughs> shrunk back down to original form almost girl let me tell you that was the carl's jr pregnancy that's when i was eating carl's jr <laughs> twice a week and then i would get the extra onion rings with the extra sauce and i oh. would eat it in the parking lot that's you how hungry i was with that boy reach into the choir <laughs> I love that <laughs> trick. and then in and out I would alternate with so I mean I had gained like 80 some pounds wow. on that pregnancy so by the second time I learned some tricks to not get so fat but man so any hoodles it, it is my nightmare and I'm thinking I was on the last episode two episodes ago asking mothers of teenage boys if they still want the snuggles if you can still uh I, I what's it like losing the child what are we going to do? What am I going to do with myself when I don't have children to take care of? I'm just going to get like 10 dogs.
0: More of this. Yeah. You'll be doing more podcasting and yeah, lots of dogs. I think it's about the, replacing them with dogs for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a hard transition to be honest with you because you go, I'm already feeling lonely in the anticipation of it. <sighs> oh, and they're in my house, right? Oh. They're not even going to school now. But I can see the future, especially with Georgia because now she's a junior. No. I know. And so now we have to start talking about college. No. Yes. I just hired, I just set up three interviews with like private college counselors because she's, for whatever reason, she's not jiving with hers at at high school. So I was like, that's okay. We'll we'll get you one. And she seems really lost.
1: Just, you know, I didn't jive with mine too. No? It was the same bitch because we went to the same high school. Yeah, maybe so. (laughs) We'll talk off mic. <gasps> totally. She encouraged me to go, to, yeah, not a good route. I was like, fuck you. I'm
0: smart. No, I think Georgia just feels completely lost. And she's yeah. in a group of kids, her friends, all know exactly what they want to do. Mm. I want to be a pediatrician. I want to do this. And she's like, I I might take a gap year. <laughs> 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 I... I- no idea. I mean, I'm I'm trying to decide between event planner and DJ, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, you're 16. Yeah. Yeah. How about we just be 16?
1: 16. I mean, the pressure. And I was just thinking about this yesterday. I didn't know what I wanted even when you graduate from college mm-hmm. and you have this degree, and those those I think they call them wilderness years, right? Where you're just <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm gonna work. I I had. I had 22 jobs in four years after I graduated oh my from college God. just because I wanted to try everything. Mm-hmm. I was a legal secretary. I worked at a cannery. I worked with like dogs. I worked at the Girl Scouts. I did everything, everything right? until I, I went into law school for two weeks and dropped out. Oh my I God. went to mat. I got, I started to get a master's in philosophy, dropped out. Like I did. I tried everything just to make sure. Right. Who am I? I don't know who I, how do you, how know? are you supposed to know? How are you supposed to know who you at are at sixteen?
0: At sixteen, it's it, bananas. Especially a child at sixteen who has had very little hardship. You know, she hasn't really had any hardship. Yeah. So how do you know your metal? Yeah, you, know, you can't possibly know your metal until you've had some adversity. So and true. Not that she's hasn't had any adversity, but relative yeah. to a lot of kids her age, she hasn't had any adversity. Right, and you know, she hasn't been exposed to. to what's going on in the world the other day she goes i think i'm gonna get a job and we were like really (laughs) in a pandemic Uh, (laughs) you're gonna get a job people are out of work everywhere and you're gonna get a job doing what exactly and for what reason yeah where are you gonna spend this money you already get an allowance you have a car (laughs) that we gave you you live in a hat what yeah you know and she's like i just kind of want to work and i'm like super admirable. Yeah. Love that that's what you want to do, but maybe let's get a summer job after we have a vaccine or something, you know. Yes. Come on, let's, there's no My point is, she has no world view. Yeah. Her world view is like at the end of her nose. Right. That's all she can see is just right here, her bubble.
1: But which is why I think college, you know, I'm drilling college into my boys already. Guess what? I went to college. College is a fun because college is that lovely buffer of four years Mm -hmm. where you're still highly supervised. Mm -hmm. You know, you have an, um, what is it called? An RA resident advisor who lives two doors down from you in the dorm. Right. They keep an eye on you. They make sure you're not doing up to monkey business. Yeah. Yeah. It's a highly supervised, lovely bubble of time. to figure out who you are. And if you can afford to send your kids to college nowadays, I don't even know what tuition, I hear it's just astronomical. I
0: I haven't even asked that question. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm terrified to ask
1: that question. I just keep going. We can afford it. Just go ahead. Just Just fucking do it. But I mean, that's a nice transition between life and, you know. It is. And the bubble.
0: And you know, Bert keeps, (laughs) until this year, he's been like, I want her to go to to Denver and go to school. Denver. East coast and go to school. And this year he's like, UCLA and live at home. (laughs) Pepperdine. Pepperdine's close, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're going to go to Valley College for the first couple years. So, what we're talking about is this impending doom of future of all of a sudden we're empty nesters is super sad for me. It makes me sad. And no, I cannot snuggle with my kids. I have to wait for them to come to me <sighs> and I hate it. Hate and it. this morning, uh, <laughs> this morning uh, I woke Isla up for school cause we've tried every single alarm known to man. Like the screaming goat alarm doesn't work. <laughs> every single, like I, uh, short of a bullhorn or, or a fog horn, mm. I'm not sure what will work for this She sounds child. like a teenager. She's, She's definitely a teenager, a teenager, teenager right? Yeah. So I wake her up 10 minutes before class, five minutes before class, one minute before class oh, every day. God. And I'm like, sit up, feet on the floor, come on. So today she goes, can I just go to class on the couch? And I said, sure. So I come back in at 9.05 and she's asleep. <gasps> she's laying down on the couch like, "Oh, <laughs> Isla, wake up. And I'm looking at her, she's in biology, in biology. And they're playing some like pre-quiz trivia game. So the teacher's basically like, you're Here's taking a quiz. Yeah. Here's what's on the quiz. Ready, quiz, right? So they're taking this thing, this game that they play. I'm like, are you good? Because I gotta <laughs> go get ready for where my mom's at. So I can't be like <laughs> regulating you. Can I trust you to stay awake? She goes, Yeah. So I go in, I do my makeup, I come back asleep again at 9:15. Oh, and wow. I hear the teacher go, "Okay, so are you ready for the quiz? Ready and begin now." And I was <gasps> asleep on the couch. And I'm wow. like, Ila, you have to your quiz is starting." Oh
1: my god. "You have
0: to wake up. Put your feet on the floor." She refuses to put her feet on the floor. She's like got legs up on the couch, propped up on the couch, taking this quiz. So I go in and finish getting ready to come here. I come out and she's sitting up and it's silent and I was like, "What's going on?" She's like, "Well, I finished with my quiz." <gasps> And everybody else is still in it. So I was gonna like take another nap,
1: but I was like, No, you can't. Oh my god. Stop with the naps,
0: kid. Just so you know. You're this is yours like this year you're supposed to be in school.
1: Yeah. Like we're paying
0: a lot of money for you to nap.
1: Yeah. Basically.
0: In private school.
1: Oh my god. I could have killed her. I know. But that sounds like the teenage years are very similar to the toddler years. They are exactly. It's just a the reliving. Because yep. that's how I deal with my two year old. They're just not they don't get it, and there's no consequences at this age. You just they don't. She doesn't understand that like if she fails biology in what is it ninth grade or tenth grade? In ninth grade. Yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna hold you back, and then you're gonna get your GPA screwed up, and then you're not gonna get into college. They don't. They don't know. I explained it all. Yeah, and she don't. They uh, don't care. I, I
0: think her biological need for sleep overrides yeah. everything. To be honest with you. Yeah. She uh yesterday was veterans day yeah and she did not have school yesterday and she finally woke up completely mm. at one thirty. oh wow she slept and i started waking her up at 10. come yeah. on baby let's get up come on you you can't sleep all day i appreciate you're out of school but let's get up come on let's get our day going she just could not physically get up till one thirty.
1: oh yeah i remember as a teenager going to bed at like 11.30, waking up at 6.30 to go to school. School started at 7.45. And then you're just, I was a zombie until about lunch. Yeah. And then I woke up and then I would come home and sleep for two hours Yep. and do it all over again. Like I don't think the teenage brain is equipped to... Whose fucking brain, by the way, can do algebra or biology at 745? Right? It's not normal. No, it's they're not. They're just bad. getting you uh, regulated to the working world. Yes. They're getting you to be a, com- you know, complacent, uh, docile body very yes. early. So yes. Cool. Good. So, but listen, uh, teenagers are terrible. <laughs> Toddlers are terrible. We love them. They're tough. They're tough. I don't but... know about
0: terrible, but they're tough. They're tough. Yeah.
1: But let's talk about why you're really here. Oh, uh-huh. hmm. <laughs> Boy, the
0: response of a couple of comments on your (laughs) podcast is really just like throwing everything into a
1: tizzy. Well, I mean, is it? Listen, you were very groundbreaking on this show. (laughs) That's not entirely true. It is (laughs) very true, Leanne Kreischer. (laughs) Just groundbreaking. You were an atomic bomb dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Where my mom's at? You started a movement. You really did. Yeah. I think Susan Pinsky started the movie. I think it was tan- like so it was it was like a snowball. Like I think it started with you mm. and then Susan came and reinforced the wave mm-hmm. and then a light went off in me and I was like, wow, these these bitches are right. Like you got to put out. Right. And 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 what's interesting too is sometimes you don't feel like putting out. Nope. And that's where you come in. Yeah. <laughs> the Leanne Beach and people have been referencing it and I'm fi- you're finally here to tell us your sexual <laughs> marital love secrets. This is an exclusive of where my mom's at. You're not it's... gonna get this anywhere else on any other mom podcast.
0: The girl next door tells you how to do it. <laughs> I love it. Right, no. I love this. No, actually,
1: it's all from this book. Okay, right? let's hold Here's it up. Sex tips. cool moms. <laughs> sex tips for straight women from a gay man. Now I started to read it, I admit, and then my children took over, but you have come and I see this as your copy. It's been dog eared. It's been highlighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's been, I mean, I'm an excellent student. You're amazing. (laughs) I'm just going to let you take it away. So you, Walk me through your process because the, the women listening here, mm-hmm. everyone's commented. I get tons of emails. Thank you. For I've Leanne. gotten tons
0: of emails f- about it from your episode and from the episode I did with Tom because Tom asked me about it See? on two bears, one cave. But um, yeah, it's, it's on my website. So many people have clicked and I bought the book, which is awesome. I love it. It's great
1: for this fella who wrote it. Now, the point of this is it's not that we want to, uh, at least for me in my world, it's more than just being a good sex partner. I believe that sex and uh using sex as a weapon or tool <laughs> to manage your husband and manipulate. It's a, it's a, it's a nice manipulation. It's not a, it's not a It's a ma- win-win manipulation. That's right. Yeah, it's a win-win. That's right. And it just it greases the wheels of marital life and uh-huh. makes everything so much easier. Yeah. So, okay, let's start. You you walk me through what are the highlights? What's your method? What's your system? Well, here's First of all, I didn't, when I
0: first read this book, I didn't realize how little I understood the penis. Now, hold on. When did you read this book? When's the first time? Long time ago. Before you were married? Yes. Before I knew Bert. Okay. Um, Because I I was walking through a bookstore and I saw this laying, you know, how they have them laid out on a table, the new release books or whatever. And I was like, may I thank you for reading
1: this, rereading this and making, I really appreciate you doing this. Well, that's what you asked me to do. Very time consuming. I just wanted to give you a shout out. I was happy
0: to do it. I hadn't read it in years. And I actually, it reminded
1: me of one step I've been skipping. Okay. Well, shit. I'm sorry. I interrupted. (laughs) So, so go ahead. So you, you said you were not familiar with the men's penis. No,
0: I was walking through the store and I saw this and I was like that, you know, who would know a penis more than anybody is a gay man. So what a brilliant idea for writing a book. And you know, there's no part of health education that says, you know, you should enjoy this. Every part of health education for a woman is Stay away. You'll get <laughs> pregnant. This is evil. Their nasty disaster wand is not for you. Yeah. And you know, I I don't know what boys' takeaway is, but I'm sure that it's not like so the G spot is here and yeah. this is how you work it. You know, no one really talks about that. And just to clarify, I I think sex is is beautiful and wonderful, especially between married people. And even yeah. if you're not married, it should be something. I think that's meant to be enjoyed. The religion I grew up in did not convey that. Yeah. So there was no discussion of like, hey, how's, here's how you make yourself happy or how you make the yeah. other person happy. I
1: agree. As a Catholic, I grew up uh, at Catholic school mm-hmm. and we were taught that actual intercourse is the last thing on the list of things you should do if you feel randy and that it's procreation only. And yes. pleasure was never same ever discussed same in sex education same it's yeah. and Sad. and it's really unfortunate
0: because then you walk into the world totally lost like i thought okay i'm sorry this is going to get maybe a little graphic because we're talking about penises and i stuff.
1: hate graphic discussion <sighs> but i thought let me like, clutch
0: my pearls you know <laughs> i know right you know your um your pearl necklace oh my pearls I ah! just saying, I- uh, but I thought, you know, from all the movies I saw, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, where yes. the, uh, Judge Reinhold jerks off in the bathroom, yeah. that you just like up and down and you're done. Oh, that's and, not it. Uh, yeah, that's uh, what I do. No, no. <laughs> well, according to this gay man, yeah, that's you can do that. But if you want to do it for the maximum pleasure, which means it'll be over really fast, mm. then you there's some other things you can do. And yeah. I just never knew that. Well, I mean, tell me the things. So, Let's go. Okay, so this book kind of walks through everything. It's almost like a manual for like a 15-year-old, except you would never give it to a 15-year-old, right? (laughs) You know, it talks about having clean sheets and taking a shower and
1: having a glass of water and... You know, kind of rudimentary. Ha- have a glass of water next to, next the, to the bed, bed yes. he says. And then, and keeping your box clean. Yes. You know, my mother would always say, the men don't like women with stinky pussy. <laughs> she would be right. And she the, was right about this. Yeah. And you must maintain your vagina clean <laughs> and shaving, waxing, whatever. Make yes. sure your asshole and your vagina are clean.
0: Yes. Be proud of it. Be proud. Yeah. Yes. Curb appeal. Curb appeal. Yes. Very good. For I like sure. That. Yeah. Um, But so he talks about a lot of stuff like that, that should be fairly obvious to most people. But when he got to the hand job area, I was like, okay, I didn't know really how to do that. He actually has. I love
1: this. Read me me your passages. (laughs) Uh, God, it's the best episode ever. Oh,
0: here's one that I didn't know until I read this book. Okay. Okay. It's not about a hand job. It's about an orgasm. Okay. One way to tell if your guy is close to orgasm is to check out his balls. Mm. If they look tight and are close to the shaft, then that means he's pretty close. Yep. If they're way up, that means he may be at the point of no return and there's no turning back. Mm. So I was like, seriously? I'm just going to check those things out the whole time. And my goal is to get them at up up, and up up and let's go high and tight and yes. out
1: the out the deck exactly uh, done but i didn't know that till i read this book back to watching emily in paris in no time <laughs> that's what really we want right exactly expeditious milkings and then on to television 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. so hand jobs so what you were mentioning handy so what what were we doing wrong you're saying it's it is not just up and down I'll right. tell you my little trick. There's a chart in here. I'm uh, looking for the chart. Oh, look for your chart. Oh, so here it I'll, is. I'll tell you my little tip in the meantime when yes. you're looking. Don't forget the cousins. You got the totally. the twig. Go. Don't forget to give some love to the berries. Yes. Now, that one I just picked up intuitively because I yeah, thought, yeah. why not just give it a little around the world? Yeah. Your hands are ready. To- Hi. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, a little, yeah yeah. A little yeah. T- yeah, yeah. They're not just hanging there for convenience. Yeah, yeah. Now, but be careful because some men, y- you want to hurt them. Some guys like you tugging uh-huh. on their nuts, some guys don't. So you may want to ask, is this too much? Yeah. Is this whatever? Not enough?
0: Well, he tells you how to do it. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Um, which is kind of cool because I was always afraid of the balls because I was yeah. afraid I would inadvertently rock them.
1: Right, because we've been taught our whole lives that the balls are very painful and yes. kicked and yeah. They're pretty much
0: like hummingbird eggs. Ooh. Like the most fragile thing. That's what I always thought. Like, Same, yeah. Could barely touch them and they'd explode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'd rupture them by b- breathing on them. Yeah. So I never knew what to do with them. I'd just stay away from them. Yeah. And then in the book, he's like, no, here's how you don't hurt somebody. And okay. you're like, oh, okay. Well, then that makes total sense. I don't understand really how the scrotum works. Though. Okay. Um, so we have distilled the essence of the magic stroke into four simple steps. Up twist over and down yeah mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah wait, wait. and here's the
0: chart uh, here's the chart right it's on page 46 so uh, if you follow the
1: chart it makes things go early fast mm-hmm. let me see show show me but show me okay so, so go y- ahead you're supposed uh. to
0: start with your with your fingers, yep. like, towards his belly. Yep. You go up, you twist, and go
1: over and down. Now, hold up, on. You're doing twist, this even fa- at fast times? Yes, well, varying? you have a lot of
0: lube, right? Ah, you have lube. to use lube. Yeah. Lotion or, or gotcha lube. So then you go up, twist, over, and down. Okay. And then when it gets close, he says here, when the balls start going up toward the belly, and it gets mm-hmm. close to climax, you kind of focus on the head. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this gets
1: it all worked up. And then focus on the head. On the head. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Guys, does that sound about right? So far, so good.
0: <laughs> so far, so good. Hey, I'm relying on someone who clearly knows what he's doing. Well,
1: and I would ask the guy because, you know, I, I'm a believer. I've never been so keen on handies because I, I'm like, look, you're the master at this, meaning the guy is the yeah, master. Totally. I would ask him too, like what's your jam here Mm -hmm. and then I'll just do what you but that's that's like solid that's going to cover you know 90% of your basis.
0: I think so and he says in here um,
1: he I I think I marked it but solid work Leanne. Yeah right. Wow. He
0: said um, (laughs) sponsored by. Yeah (laughs) right. He said that Guys have different sensitive spots in their penis. Yeah. Like some of them are right at the the tip. Some of them are underneath the kind of hood. And he says the same thing about the balls. Some guys have different really sensitive spots. So you kind of have to figure out where it is or ask, Mm -hmm. where do you like this? And then you can focus on that. And again, it's about getting it over fast, Mm. right? It's not about like... He's not about getting it over fast. He's about like, the blue job has been <laughs> on for days. I'm like, I want the blue job.
1: It takes five minutes or less. Thank you. Five <laughs> minutes or less. Because listen, uh, the reality is when you're a mom, you've got those kids running around. If you're doing this shit during the day where the kids are awake, yeah, forget about it. They're yeah. going to be knocking at the door. You only have five minutes until they're looking for mom. Totally. So. Either you wait until they're asleep and then you hope they don't pop up and knock on your door. The point is you don't have much fucking time as a
0: You don't, even mom. with teenagers because yeah. the teenagers oh, right. now really? are up. Ugh. I go to bed before they do. Oh, shit. So then our window of time at night is gone. So we have to like Ugh. 7 a.m. because school starts at 9. They don't get up till 8.30. We're like in the morning or the, in the pandemic, they're home all day. Oh, man. So there's no time. We have, I just said to Bert this morning, I was like, mm. we have not fooled around since you got home because there's the tiniest window in yeah. the morning because of this damn coronavirus.
1: The pandy. Yeah. Send those bitches says. back to school. So I we know. Can get busy. You can fuck. I know, right? So, so that's the handy. Now, how often would you say you employ a handy? When, when are you doing your handy work?
0: Probably, probably only about once a month. Bert yeah. prefers to have sex. Sure. So do I. But uh, Handy's like, he's like, hey, baby. And I'm like, I do not. I am not in the headspace. I do not have time. And he's like, how about a hand job? And I'm like, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> boom, boom, boom,
1: boom, boom. <laughs> See you later. That's what happens. I agree. <laughs> it's what um, Dan Savage, Have you ever heard Savage Love podcast, fantastic podcast for sex stuff. He calls it the loving assist. Aww. So even when like you're not in the mood, you're just exhausted, maybe you have a baby that you're caring for. It's always polite to give a loving assist to your partner, and sure. that's usually a handy. That's what we were doing when our kids were really, really little. Yeah, yeah totally handy, handy. gets you a lot of
0: goodwill. And you know, I have to say one thing about this. Perspective is really important. He actually writes about that too. But what's your perspective on that? You could have the perspective that, "Oh, he wants this again. Where's mine? This right. sucks. I don't like this." Or you can have the perspective of, "I want to feel connected. Yes. I don't have time to really get into a 30 minute lovemaking session. Right. But I can feel connected if I choose to in this moment, in mm-hmm. this way. Totally. Because sex can be all different kinds of things. And really, at the core of healthy sex is feeling
1: connected. That is right? 100% the agenda. And I think that's really the core. Of my thesis with manipulation. <laughs> it's really not so much the. Uh, I you don't know. believe your manipulated story anyway. You, you know what I it's mean. It's only ten yeah. percent of probably what you have going. Yeah, out. totally. Like the whole point is connectedness, and I think men especially feel connected to their partner when when you validate them sexually. That but, is a form yeah. of validation. That, Absolutely, that they're needed and wanted, and like, and like, let's face it. And I know you're not even supposed to say shit like this in today's world, but like. Dudes want to bone more, I think, than women.
0: Uh, why can't
1: you say that? Because <laughs> there's no such thing as gender.
0: And <laughs> I don't know. You can't make a g- No, there's gender news. in my world. Yeah. <laughs> and there are people who have other genders than mine. And that's cool. But in my world, <laughs> yeah. I actually like that there are some traditional gender roles. I need to. It works don't for me. I really need it in every place in my life. Yeah. But I like that my man is manly yeah, same. are like
1: same you know
0: and and i like that and why I like would it. i apologize for that i would never
1: and you know what i really like now that we've been home for this year kind of like being a stay-at-home mom you do <laughs> well i kind of like that i don't have to work and i'm yeah. just like just let him go out and do shit i don't want to fucking i want to stay home with the kids i like that that's uh i like that i like being a lady a mom Again, yeah. that is about
0: your perspective.
1: Yeah. You can let that liberate you yeah. or you
0: can let that imprison you. Yeah. And it is your perspective. I believe that because yeah. I feel very liberated by all this freedom. Within the freedom, I have duties, responsibilities, privileges, right? Mm-hmm. I have all these things in that package. My perspective is I'm super grateful. I worked to, to put him to a certain position for a long time. So I'm still working. I yeah. still work Of course you do. for Bert, with Bert. I have this podcast. I'm, I still work. But boy, it is a privilege to be a stay-at-home mom. And Ugh. I am grateful. I, you know, Bert complains that he misses so much with our kids because he's at work. Yeah. And I go, God, I'm so glad I haven't missed anything. I know. I'm so lucky. I mean, I since Isla was four, I missed a lot when I was working full-time. And yeah. I know how he feels, and it sucks. I agree with you. I think yeah. it is a privilege to be staying especially home, especially
1: when they need you so much. Mm-hmm. When they're this little, they mm-hmm. just—it's all day, mommy, mommy, mommy. It's yeah. not daddy, daddy, daddy. It's yeah. mommy, mommy. So it's really, really—I love it. I like being home with them, and we're gonna. I think I'm gonna be doing considerably less moving forward. Yeah, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> like I don't care anymore. Well, enjoy it. Care. Well, yeah. you can. I know because
0: I'm looking at colleges going, where did the time go? I don't like
1: it. Okay. Yeah, I don't either. Back okay. to handies. So well, here's hand a picture
0: of how to handle the balls Oh, in case
1: anyone was wondering. Oh, wow. I've been doing that wrong my whole life. Yeah, so have I. So hold on. She, so just so you know, it's this. Yeah. You're pulling down on the nuts. You're not. I'm, I've been going in like this. Yeah, me too. He said basically, basically he said if
0: you kind of wrap your finger and thumb around the ball sack and kind of pull the balls gently down kind of together, then they're a little more stable. You're less likely to kind of bang them around and hurt, hurt Mm -hmm. anybody. And it intensifies what's going on with feeling. (sighs) Crazy, right? I had no I, idea. no idea. And then there's like a little bald spot on everybody's ball sack. And apparently that's super sensitive. Where's the bald spot? I, I, don't, the bottom? I don't I haven't really look for it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Bert shaves his balls completely bald. So I can't really yeah. find his. He needs yeah. to like X marks the spot. I don't know.
1: <laughs> here it is Leanne right here, right here. <laughs> I'm so proud of him that he shaves his balls. That's like... So good.
0: We were in the bathroom today. We have a double sink. And I'm getting ready for this. And he's doing eye drops. He's putting on under eye masks. He's spraying like this water mask. And I looked at him and I
1: went, Your beauty regimen is like four times longer than mine. And he started laughing. I was like, What the hell are you doing? But can I tell you something? He's actually maintained really well. I will say we used to make fun of him for the Rogaine. (laughs) Yes, yes. But it's fucking worked. It has worked. Like I've known you guys for I don't know how many years. Yeah, Yeah. and like he hasn't lost his hair because of that Rogaine. That those regiments are working. Yep, he looks pretty great. He looks pretty great. Yeah, from
0: the neck up, he looks amazing.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. he can do a little work from the neck but down, i mean but... i think that he's maintained like i yeah. would say that I, I think he's he's fine he looks great he you does he's, do. he's
0: very into grooming he's way more into grooming yeah. from head to toe he's way more into grooming than i am which is shocking since he's such a pig
1: yeah but he's it's very ironic.
0: concerned about how his beard looks and yeah, so very concerned about his pubis area good And, um, doesn't care about his toenails, which would be great, but no. Can't get
1: them all. That diffuser is no joke. I love it. So nuts, you hold them like this and down. Yep. You pull them down and then you can go. With the other hand. Yes. Okay. Or you could,
0: well, I guess you could hold it with
1: one hand and like diddle it and then Mm, diddle the. Oh right, the, the double-handed pie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'd say that's a highly effective method. Totally, the, the yeah. double-handed handy, mm-hmm. the double-handers yes. is huge. Now you incorporate handy with the beech. Well, I don't the nuts because of the lube. Okay, so l- I'm not putting oh. that in my mouth. Well, not no. You're know, not all at once. That's this is a different entree. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is a different yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. different day. Yeah, different day. Okay. Well, sorry. I, I digress. Let's go. Let's go. Because I want I want everybody to hear all your your hot tips. Well, the the. Okay. So that's ball touches. Should we move on to the blowjob? I'd love to. Okay. Let's do that. You. This is Leanne's. This is much like your famous pecan pie recipe. It's <laughs>
0: just a recipe.
1: Let me tell you, my we, my we, entire
0: family is I'm sure horrified that I'm doing this on a podcast, but that's okay. I really feel. Shit. I, well, I don't really give it. I don't really care. But
1: who's who's gonna give a rip? But I mean, i us not say in particular. Everybody but. in Bowden, Georgia. Uh, no, I have aunt, I
0: have like great aunts that listen to me on everything I do. So I'm sorry. Whoopsie. Okay. Sorry, Aunt Pearl. Sorry, Aunt Pearl.
1: <laughs> Just pause. Uh, don't listen to this.
0: No, but you know, it's a fact of life that you have to give a blowjob. You have, have to do be. it, so you may as well do it well. You don't think your aunt gave bejes? I don't want to think about that. So. <laughs> Okay, here's what he says. Yeah. I, we cannot overemphasize the proper state of mind. Mm. He wants to feel that you are enthusiastically devoting your talents to making his penis happy. True, And that you're not just doing it because you had too much to drink. <laughs> BJ's, what does it say? BJ's under those circumstances are not memorable for him and this, act, this activity requires your full attention. I agree with that. Like if you focus, anything you focus on you do better 100%. and it goes faster it's right? intent
1: intent yes
0: um so basically what he was saying for the technique of this is what i've been doing okay. and it really works right so he says you 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 have to use one hand on like you put one hand we need a peener here's a penis okay right here's the 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 i don't know how to do this so you kind of hold the bottom of the penis like this. Like you're almost yep. like stabilizing yep. it at the bottom. Yep. And then when you uh, are are giving the blowjob, you kind of tighten around the shaft. With your hand. With your hand, because it yes. kind of makes, okay, this can get really graphic. Sorry, Aunt Carol. It kind of makes like a cock ring. Oh. And a cock ring enhances pleasure. It also then, if you will release that tight grip right when they're having an orgasm, it makes the orgasm really strong.
1: Boom. He
0: says that in the book. Wow. I, 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 I didn't. Now you knew
1: this intuitively. I knew this from the book. Okay. Okay. I was going to say you're quite a cock whisperer if you knew that. I learned that that from
0: the book. He explained that because he was like, that's what you can do. You like hold the shaft all the way at the base while you're working everything. And then as soon as he starts orgasming, you let it go. And the orgasm like explodes, like explosive and crazy. Okay. The good and the bad about that is then he's going to want it all the time. So you may use that as special occasion only. Right. It's like like the Thanksgiving cock ring.
1: <laughs> right, it's like okay. feeding the stray cat. Exactly. Yeah, you don't you know? see. This is what I try mm. to explain to married women who listen to this show. Yeah, you you do this technique, and then they're going to come back asking for it all the time. So yeah. you got to whip it out at a, at a yeah. really key time in your marriage. Yes, that's right. You, you know, for instance, Tom just got a vasectomy, so this might be the reward for uh-huh. the vasectomy. I'm going to do Good this call. for him because I've been thinking of a way to sexually reward him for this uh-huh. thing this is what I'm going to do. And now I pull this out and it's positive reinforcement. Everybody's happy. Right, right, right. I like this technique. Okay, so. So before the book, okay, I, you know, what you know about a blowjob
0: is like deep throat and all these, you know, how much dick can she get in her mouth and shit like that. Choking, gagging. Yes, and I thought that's what you do is you just stick it in as far as you can and that's what you're doing. Yeah, But that's part of it, but it's not completely stimulating, right? It's kind of like, I think it gets kind of boring to just deep throat because it's not exactly like having sex. I don't don't think. I don't think it feels the same. So what he suggested is that you just have a lot more tongue play, Mm. right? That you focus on the head and a little up and down. And at a certain point, your hand goes up and down with your mouth. And you kind of replicate the, the veg up over twist, oh, up, over, twist with up, your tongue.
1: Over, twist. Yes. Yes. So the intuitive. same as the hand yes. job because yes.
0: the hand job is very effective. You kind of do the same thing with your mouth.
1: Wow. Right? wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I got so you. you. You have
0: to practice with your tongue, right? You go up and your, your tongue does some work and then you go back down and then you go up and your Kay. tongue does some work. And, you and go your hand
1: down. is doing in sometimes. Just, okay. So
0: your, the other hand is holding the base this gotcha. hand could be propping you up or whatever right. you want to do. And at a certain point in the process, you go up and down with your mouth. Right. It's just about variety. variety. Like I just thought it was about in, out, in, out, and out, and out until he's done.
1: Yeah. But that really can go on for days for fucking ever. So, so, okay. So,
0: so really it's kind of about replicating the hand job technique,
1: the hand job model. I like this Yeah. Oh. Yes. with your mouth.
0: And I found that for Bert, I didn't really try any of this on anybody but Bert. I read this book <laughs> right before I met him, so, so disclaimer: lucky. I don't have like you know this one guy, This was this one guy behind Vaughn's that he's uh, saying. <laughs> you know, I don't have that. i really only tried it on Bert, but you know, Bert kind of did this for me when we were having sex, and he was like, "I'm I'm just not that effective, so let me figure out how I can be more effective because I want her to have a lot of pleasure." So. The tongue thing is like a fact-finding mission. I think every guy's penis is probably sensitive in a different way. So what I do for him may not work for someone else. So I think you just have to figure out with your tongue, do they like the tongue around the hood? Do they like it over the top? Do they like it in the hole? Do they like it like... And another thing he said in here is to use your tongue very flat. Mm. like you're licking uh think about licking an ice cream cone mm. not like touching something with the tip of your tongue right you're licking it like an ice cream cone makes sense so the like more contact the better
1: makes sense so and i didn't
0: i never even used my i would tongue i wouldn't
1: yeah i wouldn't think about it that way but it's intuitive you're like oh yeah that would that would make sense that would okay. make sense yeah. yeah gotcha okay so
0: um yeah, I just didn't think about any of this. I just didn't know
1: what the fuck I was doing. Let me ask you this. What does he say about ball licks? I'm not a fan. In the book? Fan. Yeah. That, that,
0: that men love them. Fuck. But you have to do what you're comfortable with. That's the one thing about this book. He keeps saying you have to do what you're comfortable with. I mean, you no. can't just be this
1: like dirty dolly <laughs> and uh, just for him. You have to do it in your lane. Otherwise, you know? it's not gonna, it's not going to be fun for anybody. It's like... It's like telling a joke you're not comfortable with. Yeah. You're like, well, I wouldn't, it's not going to, it's not going to land right. Because right. they know that the intent is not
0: Yeah, real, that you're not in good. it. Good, yeah. Well, I mean, he talks about playing with a guy's asshole and I'm like skipping that chapter. No. I'm not playing with anybody's asshole. <laughs> I am sorry. Burke can play with his own asshole and we all know that he does. So I'm not doing that. You, no. That's not, I'm sorry. I'm not so. doing
1: asshole stuff either with my husband. I'm not, I'm so afraid of his butthole because I hear what comes mm-hmm. out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like i smell it yeah, right two so, doors down yeah and you're like it's yeah. so gross I put my mouth on that yeah <laughs> no i put my hand on that gnarly uh-uh. yeah it's interesting because with husbands once you find that one thing then your sex life can become so much easier like mm. that things that they're really into and then you're like oh dude yeah okay so what else you got
0: so this um let's see let me see here. I love that she's got pages. Dog I do. He just time. kind of breaks down, but it's very long. I don't know if I He breaks down a blowjob from start to finish. Come but, on, let's go. We got the time. You want to do the whole thing? Okay. The building blocks of a blowjob consist of mouth only, mouth and tongue, and mouth and hands. Okay. Mm. If you're starting with Mr. Softy, you should have no trouble putting the whole thing in your mouth while you gently suck and lick. I don't do that.
1: I don't do that either. I so, use the hand to work mm-hmm, up to an erection. Mm-hmm, you're not going to make me start from scratch, bitch. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Too much work. Yeah, no, no, no. You got to. Get your life. Yeah, you got to flop it around a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's easy. Get it's the easy. fish easy. moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, Get the fuck out of here. So oh, here's where he's talking about licks, right? He yeah. says, you know, obviously you cover your teeth while you're going. Blah, blah, blah,
1: but amateurs. Actually, I had a guy that liked teeth.
0: Ugh! it was fucking weird man. yeah she's
1: like i love teeth i'm like oh a cool.
0: little too much dna
1: yeah on your teeth I'm like, oh. uh, this is a, an exfoliating event but that's the, the thing point? is that some guys dig it so yeah. ask like, yeah you have to are ask. you cool or are you not totally most guys will say no though from my experience Jeez. no I, I don't know
0: anybody that likes teeth well
1: this was a strange one i dated some real
0: winners in the 90s uh didn't we all mm. I have memories of some I'd like to burn out of my brain. Of um amateurs may think they should use a snake like quickie lick. This oh, is the tongue. Okay. But your lick should be more like what you'd use on a flavor on a f- on your favorite flavor of ice cream cone. Okay. okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine the lizard lick is very enticing to anybody. No 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 That's gross. No, no 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 no. So he's basically just saying what I said was kind of vary what you're doing, up and down, a little bit of the tongue. But this is what I... Oh, no, figuring out the tongue and figuring out how that stimulates him further. But this was, I thought, really important. Um, Gay gay men who at one time had sex with women say the difference is that women rarely go hard and fast enough toward the end. Mm. So once you feel the balls... You know, you could probably take your hand off the shaft and check out the balls. If they're getting close to the body, close, sucked up in there, start going hard and fast and it's over.
1: Hard and fast. That's so true. Someone once told me that women are afraid of hurting the peener or so we treat it gently because mm-hmm. our genitals are uh, more gentle, mm-hmm. right? You have to be more gentle. I with, think so. Yeah. The genes. Uh, interesting. Okay. So go harder and faster than you think you should. You well, so when, he's, been, close to when co- he's close. When he's close. Yeah. Get it, get it, ripping,
0: And and then it'll be gone. Yes, exactly. Great. Um, Let's see. What else?
1: You're on to do I was
0: like, I will not be doing this either. It's called dick whipping. Oh, Uh, don't worry. We're not talking about leather crops. Perhaps a better term might be dick slapping. Although that sounds pretty intimidating, too. The movement is simply this. As you slide a shaft out of your mouth, flick his penis against your cheek or neck a couple times. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I will not be, be doing that. I mean, that is so What do you do? I I And then continue? I'm not doing that.
1: That's so no. porno. It's too, it's too, no. No, 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 no. So there's stuff, that's it's the not thing. like a regular mom. Yeah. I'm a cool mom. It's like, it's so, it's so fake porno girl where she's like, mm, you know, yeah, I yeah, love yeah, the yeah, taste yeah. of cum. Like, oh yeah, okay. Do you? Yeah, because I I don't. I don't. Nah. Now, do you swallow? Well, now
0: Aunt Pearl's really gonna die.
1: It's okay, Aunt Pearl. Sorry, you're married, girl. You're trying to keep a marriage together. That's different. You know, he talks about this that gay men don't
0: swallow. What? 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 I gotta find that. This is a note on swallowing. A -A WMA exclusive. exclusive Gay men. Okay, here's what it says: Gay men never swallow. Yes, you heard it here, and it may not be true for 100% of the time, but for the most part, they don't. Besides being somewhat unsafe, it also takes away the thrill of seeing someone ejaculate. Yeah. We know that to some of you, that thrill is on par with seeing a National Geographic special on penguins, (laughs) uh, and Maggie insists that she gets absolutely nothing out of seeing a man come. Swallowing for women is a thorny issue. Some straight men make a big deal out of it, but that seems inconsequential to us. Um. Yeah, you have to do what you're comfortable with is basically what he says. But yes, I do.
1: Wow. Leanne's such a hugger.
0: You know what I feel like? I feel this is what I feel like. And oh this is probably God. pretty bad. I thought I knew you. I'm just kidding. You know, the thing is... <laughs> uh, the thing is... You swallow every time. Yeah. I do. Oh, my God. You're such a champ. I have that glass of water right by the bed. I was going to say... I rinse it out. No, um... This is the way I feel about this. Yeah, okay? go ahead. Go ahead. Everything about sex for Burt Kreischer is really emotional. That's true. There's no part of it that's like, you dirty whore. There's no, that doesn't happen. It's all like, he's so emotionally uh, like enveloped in me that spitting it out is like spitting him out mm,
1: he sees it as a personal he does injury yeah i understand i can see that where it's like
0: you don't love me so you've spit me in the garbage oh it's like that so yeah. it with him that's why i do that but it, it's not it's so... my favorite it's a huge sacrifice on my part i,
1: I to was gonna say I,
0: I, i'm not like oh boy can't mm. wait for that
1: <laughs> so i need a little more sodium in my diet let's do it you know and not only that i mean no offense but I'm not sure Bert's diet is that great. So. Oh, when he's been drinking
0: a lot, it's super sugary. So. So, uh, Alcohol.
1: Yeah. Or or what about
0: the Kool Aid? The Kool Aid? There's no sugar in the Kool Aid he drinks. It's it's all chemical.
1: Okay. But you're saying uh, the alcohol makes it, but at least it's sweeter when he's. No, it's nasty. Oh.
0: No. It's nasty when it's not sweet. It's nasty. It's like, it's like
1: swallowing calf slobber. It's yeah. gross.
0: Yeah. But you're for, such a trooper. Dude. I am I so a much ride or die bitch. Yeah, dude. I am. Dr. Drew said it. I'm a wildling. You are but a wildling. I can't. I don't. But to me, this is how I approach sex with my husband. I really want him to feel loved of course. and cared for in sex. And I can't always do that. Sometimes he doesn't feel that way because whatever, it's a quickie. We're off our, you know, rhythms off or whatever. But for the most part, that's what, a, that's my intention. And it's not about me so much. Not that yeah. I leave myself out of the equation, yeah. but my objective is to make sure he's happy and his objective is to make sure i'm happy and if that's the case then we 99%
1: of the time have
0: a great time
1: yeah you i know? agree there are times as as uh, someone's going to take it for the team at some point yes it, absolutely right yeah and i think that yeah. is part of a healthy relationship like uh, is is to not sa- i don't want the word sacrifice but to to put your shit aside for the benefit of this person right now And they do it for us, too. Totally. Maybe not, you know, it's not always in the form of sex act, but whatever other way in your marriage or relationship. It is for His
0: choice of not having sex with me is for me. (laughs) 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 You're so lucky I didn't ask for it today. He says that all the time. I'm like, so lucky. Well, how much is he asking for? Let's. Oh, he would have sex like twice a day. Twice a day. He would do it. Yes, absolutely. He's almost. You know, his addictive personality. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Same, same.
0: But I'm like, dude wrong girl. I mean like my libido yeah. is not even close to that. We just need to like find some kind of happy medium. So yeah. a couple times a week is average.
1: That's is good. what we do.
0: A couple times a week. And I'm good with that. That I'm happy with that. That makes me happy. He yeah. would do it a couple times more than that. But yeah. Like I said the schedule we just can't there's no way.
1: But if you're supplementing with HJs and BJs, yeah. then you're good. That's why you're so, I yeah. see. Now it makes sense. Like, yeah. now this makes perfect sense because you're like, I don't want to take off my clothes uh-huh. and then, like, go through the whole thing of sex and then cleaning up. Ugh, like, just yeah. give me your dong. Like, I'll yeah. just take care of this. Yeah. And you even do the cleanup yourself, which is amazing. Like, you're like. Sort of well you know yeah I mean. yeah
0: yeah i take care of one part yes in that act i'm all of the cleanup but with the hand job i'm like and here you go you have fun with that i'm I'm good peace out you clean yourself up for that buddy i'm gonna go wash my hands wash the sin off my hands the sin.
1: i know it's so funny so but you guys when you do do it um intercourse you, you any, any tricks or tips or anything nah, we're pretty boring <laughs>
0: No, sincerely, we're pretty boring. Bert watches a lot of porn. And I think, but at his <laughs> base, he's really white picket
1: fence guy. But Bert watches a lot of porn while you guys are having him, you of know, no, course. No, no, we don't watch porn while we have sex. Okay, no. just like in, in general. Yeah, and, yeah I th- I think that's, you know, I always find it interesting when women have a a, tr- a problem with their mate watching pornography. It's like, well, that's kind of how you, not kind of, that is how you stay monogamous. I mean, that's the variety Right. Other ways like, do you want him talking to other women or yeah. DMing or doing like this is this is how we do it. This is fine. And I'm not offended yeah. by pornography in the least.
0: No, I'm not either. I feel like it's like what for him it's like watching the fast and the furious. He's not gonna drive <laughs> like that. He's not gonna be Tokyo Drift into the Gelson's parking lot. But All he right. can watch that and enjoy it. Well, isn't porn kind of the same if you can keep it compartmentalized? Some people can't compartmentalize it. Yeah. But I think he can. So I'm like, go for it. Tokyo drift all day long there, buddy. Yeah, same. Um, And then come here and we're going to have some calm, boring, regular, (laughs) married sex, almost missionary every time. (laughs) Not a big deal. Get it done. I got to go buy groceries. kind of
1: (laughs) That's so funny. Andrew Santino and I were talking about marital loves, too. And he's like, gosh, my wife and I were trying to have a baby right now. So they pulled the goalie and we just do side by side just do side by side like like, yeah like a couple of walruses you know and you're just like
0: because there's also (laughs) you have to be in really good shape to do side by side i mean only one person in my life can do side by side the other one would be like and just laying here so i can't really do that all by myself and the angles off because of the belly and fuck side (laughs) by side
1: i don't do that shit you're saying the missionary is better for for you guys or me on top yeah 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 or yeah Yeah, I don't, I, anyway, yeah, I I know what you're saying. It's (laughs) funny because you get into a groove of things and it's not necessarily bad as long as you do vary it up from time to time you've thrown in a little tricky trick and and whatever. You Susan Pinsky it. Yeah. Yeah. You started out
0: with a BJ that you don't have to finish.
1: Uh, Ever since she said that, I was like,
0: wait, I don't have to finish it? Yeah. That wasn't in the book. I don't have to, I'm such a literal person. I went by the book. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, I can start and not finish and do something else. And I told Bert that and he was like, oh, yeah, you can totally do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay." And now every time he's like, you want to start? You want to start? Just get me started. And and I'm like, I'm happy to do that. I have no problem with that. Yeah. The, The thing I don't like the most about it is that. Sometimes it can take a long time. I hate that. And it's Wait, super uncomfortable. Or beach? Beach. Oh, that's
1: why I'm. And not... it's super
0: uncomfortable for my jaw. I and, know. And my neck starts hurting. I know. And I feel like an old lady. That I'm like seriously. My I'm worried about my neck. I'm gonna go chiropractor from giving you a BJ. <laughs> awesome. Um, so. It's that, and I, and I don't <laughs> particularly enjoy swallowing. So if I can yeah. just start it and yeah. not have to finish
1: it, I am in, dude. Well, first of all, there's two issues here. Number yeah. one, you know, Susan's numbers are a tad inflated, in my opinion, because she's saying two to five beaches a week. It's really two to five appetizer beaches. I would give you full oh. credit on the beach because you do it to completion. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that to me is really a blowjob, is if you're you're taking it for the team, you're going to finish. Right. Because I've always, I prefer to use the beach as an appetizer yeah, to intercourse. Yeah, Yeah, it's just easier. Like, I never understood in high school when girls were like, oh, I just blowed him. It was so much easier than like, I was like, I, to me, a How beach. How is it easier? Yeah, like, I know a lot of girls in Catholic school that were like, I'd rather give a beach than do anything else. And I'm like, yeah, but that's so fucking much work. Like, yeah. a beach to me is so much work. It is. And I think it's so easy being a heterosexual couple, like just being a woman, just, like, just throw it in there, man. Yeah, right. Like just fucking throw that hot dog in there and then y- you're done. Like, yeah. And you just get into it. Like I find too, don't you find that once you start and if you can actually just focus on it, like what they're saying and relax, like it becomes enjoyable. Yeah, even totally. if you're not in the mood. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, this is fun. Oh yeah, I like fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, it's all about yeah. your perspective. Yeah.
0: All of it is about your perspective. Yeah. How you approach it. Any other hot tips? You know the rest of it. I was like, "Yeah, golden showers." Not gonna read not about into that. that. Um, not not gonna read about um, <laughs> who the fuck about ass sex. There's I'm not a having chapter? sex. Yeah, there's a chapter. Yeah, yeah, on pissing they, on yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what chapter is that? I know it's like a... I know right. There's a there's a chapter on like cock
1: rings and and accessories, and I'm like I'm not reading that. So you know. But let me tell you something. Married so, woman to married woman. Yeah cock rings and accessories yeah. are the easiest way to spice things up yeah adamandeve.com use my promo code Check checkout <laughs> i'm telling you it's easy money it's just like the easiest bro just go pick out something fun for them to try yeah it,
0: Bert, Bert brings that stuff home and i uh, i'm like I feel like Nine there's a can it. opener in bed with us, like an electric can opener. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I don't well, not
1: a, not a cock ring. Just get him oh, a yeah, cock yeah, ring. Yeah. You just put it on their, their, their D. De- See, she's laughing. She's I like, would, I can't. I would be attaching it and he'd have an orgasm.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, and scene. Great. <laughs> so what's the problem? I just saved you five minutes. <laughs> right? He would be so excited. if it yeah. was, He brought those britches that he wore with that dominatrix. Those so snap front britches. <laughs> Oh, first of all, butt crack sticking out of the back oh. by half an inch at least. And I was like, wow, you wore that like in front of people? <laughs> Crazy. He's like, just rip it open, Leanne. Just rip it open. And I'm going, hur, hur. I couldn't get the snaps done. <laughs> it was the least sexy thing we've ever done. <laughs>
1: I couldn't even get the butt snap. Well, at least you tried. I did try. But I'm telling you, if he... I mean, if he if he gets excited, just get him a cock ring. Okay, Adam and Eve, and they'll send it to okay. your house in a nondescript. Where's the pee pee section? Oh,
0: it's in you toward got, the back. You got um, me.
1: It's toward boy. The this back. is quite a book.
0: It. Uh, you know what? The thing
1: is. Hey, side by side, page sixty. Yeah. See. Right
0: they there. talk about lingerie. They talk about your sheets. They talk. He's. You know what? It's. Uh, I. I. Uh, maybe this is not appropriate to in under today's. um social norms but I love gay men I love their openness and honesty I love and this book is written from like such a hey I'm going to tell you the ins and outs of this because you I know I'm a man I know and it's like almost like you're talking to a girlfriend who has a penis
1: so I I don't know where the golden show oh wait this is so weird I mean is it really that big a thing in the gig? the gay community
0: well the, he says we don't like it but oh. some people do oh wait here we go getting
1: peed on or drinking pee
0: um he talks about the pearl necklace oh yeah
1: that's, uh, that's so mutual
0: masturbation and like he just goes through every kind of thing you can do in sex pretty much it's pretty exciting <laughs> so if anybody's looking for like an overall manual uh, not only is it good at he, you know talking about hand jobs and blow jobs, he talks about pretty much everything, which I think is really awesome.
1: Oh, my and God. And empowering
0: for a woman to read this book and go, I don't yeah. know what I'm supposed to be doing with this thing. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, it's true. It's so funny. Do you remember Dr. Ruth? Yes. Dr. Ruth last time. I yes. mean, she's still alive. Yeah, I know. Can and you me- believe it? She was old as dirt. She's like in 100. Y- Yo. Uh-huh. And she was like the first, I remember, at least my mother was watching Dr. Ruth. She was fantastic. Yeah. And she would talk very openly about sex and, and these issues. I mean, it's just, it to me, this should be taught to everybody before you get married, like a sex class or... I agree. Not even married, just in college. There should just be like...
0: This is how this shit works.
1: Yeah, because it's, you know, pleasure. Even this is
0: how your shit works.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's you a know? whole other I- issue. Gosh, they should teach masturbation in school. I'm just kidding. Well, Catholic that. school especially. Catholic <laughs> school, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think it was a subject so taboo. Mm-hmm. You know, my girlfriends and I in high school talked about sex with our boyfriends, but I don't think we ever discussed masturbation with each other. No, no, no. no, no. And uh, my mother used to say, you know what your problem
0: is? You don't masturbate. And Ew. I'd go, okay.
1: <laughs> that's gross. that's why i'm not doing well in math
0: i'm yeah. so confused
1: <laughs> She's like, you need to loosen up yeah my mother was very forward sexually i hated it mm-hmm. she would show me she had like her sex drawer next to her bed mm-hmm. and she would pull out like her edible panties these yeah. are piña colada oh, and God. i was so young i didn't even know what a piña colada was right so her her underwear was fla- flavored piña colada the the edible undies. And I was so young, I didn't even know what it what that drink was. Oh. And she's like, try it. And she made me taste like edible undies when I was in third grade. I'm like, this is so nasty. Yeah, it really turned me off to know your parents sexuality is just did you know what your mom was into? Oh, yeah. She told you everything. Yeah,
0: she told me everything. She told me about her. F- yeah, she told me about everything. And, it you know, to be honest with you, all it did was make me feel completely inadequate. Yeah, I was like, I don't know and and really uncomfortable because you don't want to really want to know that stuff about your no. parents. Like, you, our kids know we have sex, but, and Bert goes, I'm going to go bang your mom, ha, <laughs> And then we go, like, make dinner. So, obviously, they know he's yeah. joking, but he yeah. wants them to know that we have, like, a healthy relationship, yeah. right? but That's good. That's within limitations. Yeah, where he, you know, you know, I'm really, really like, we're going to go make out. He says that a lot. I'm going to go make out with mom. I'm going to go, like, um, <laughs> smash face with her, and that's they're like, eh, and you know, that's okay. But my mom was similar, you know. She used to say, she used to say, I "Have my gynecologist appointment today. Definitely having an orgasm today." And I'd be like, "Oh my god!" As a guy, I didn't know what that meant as a child, and as an adult, I was like, with a speculum how does yeah. that work
1: what are you talking about What are
0: you talking they were scraping shit out yeah. of your cervix and you're like oh yeah bring it it's on hot. i don't think so yeah
1: it's what like what are you talking uh, about i don't know but my ob visits are the least sexy oh, thing horrible. in my life it's the worst day of the year <laughs> when i have to go get a pap smear yes, what is she talking I have about no idea. god your she mom's might have been hypersexual special oh most definitely mm-hmm. My mother used to say. You guys are horny. (laughs) (laughs) My mother said, my gynecologist, his hands are always cold. That's so funny. They both talked about their gynecologist to us. And she said, so today when I went there, I said, are you going to heat your hands up in the microwave, doctor? (laughs) And I was like, that's not even funny, number one. And number two, like, I don't want to hear about your pussy doctor. Nah. Nah. You're so nasty, bitch. Yeah, no, no, no. Why are no, they? it's t- oh, so gross. Anyway, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. See, but
0: this she just- didn't tell me what was in this book.
1: No, she didn't. My mother didn't tell me specifics either. And but the real question is, like, then how do you learn how to have? sex it's not watching porn i mean that's not really life
0: well i learned from watching (laughs) porkies and of the like yeah yeah yeah.
1: friday the 13th there was a lot
0: of sex in the pg rated movies still had sex in them they just weren't nude you know so you could infer a lot and then also I did start watching rated R movies in high school, and that's, I think, that's kind of how I learned how to have sex. Is like, Same. oh, that's how you do it. You just get banged <laughs> and you make a lot of noise. You're, oh, oh, oh. I didn't know that noise was connected to anything other than just making noise. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah. You know? My stepmother used to leave Cosmopolitan magazine around in yeah. the bathroom when I was a teenage girl, and I can't think of a more like it it was so I don't know, so catering mm-hmm. to the male stereotype of what is like a woman mm-hmm. until that male gaze shit. Mm-hmm. looking back, I'm like, oh, this is the most mis. It was all like, you know, how to dress to make your man da da da. how to act so your man da da da, how to give it's like, dude, what like what where's the magazine that's just like, hey, like what this guy's saying, just do what's intuitive to you' And that's so much more attractive to men, to anybody. I mean, think we're talking about this on Dr. Drew After Dark about um, how repulsive it is to women to have a man who's like overly doting or too like, I'll do do whatever you want. Like, you want me to do your car? Do you want me to, I love you. I just, I love you. Like, it's repellent, that energy, because your energy is out here. It's Mm -hmm. not like inward focused you know Mm -hmm. yeah like i wish cosmo taught taught me how to masturbate you know yeah like hey here's what your vagina here's the parts of a woman's anatomy and here's like a dildo. this is what a vibrator is right and this is how you use it yeah effectively
0: and yeah there's uh, yeah versus like women
1: trying to accommodate men which is what that magazine was in the 90s i don't know what it is now
0: yes that's what i agree with you that's totally what that magazine was back in the day. how do you attract a man? How do you pleasure a man? And yeah. and, and, and I have to say, part of that is valuable. It but is, But yeah. it's not the only message. No. You know, part of it is valuable to know how to do what's in this book. Yes, totally. And that has nothing to do with me pleasuring me. That has to do with me giving to a man. Yeah. But, but yeah, most of that uh, really could have been handled differently in the 90s.
1: Like I said, I wish it would be a magazine about um, finding your your inner shit. Like what are you into and then to work from the inside out so that when you met a boy right. you could be like, dude, you know what I really like? I like this. Because I don't think I knew what I liked. In, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I 40s? Didn't. <laughs> uh, Bert figured it out for me. <laughs> I, I was like, so I watched
0: this porn. I want to try this on you. And one time he tried something and I was like, that's not it. <laughs> that's for sure not it go back to the he actually wrote a joke about it oh. where he saw on this porn where this guy slapped this girl's oh. he went bam the but vag? It was supposed to, yes supposed to stimulate it. he's like i'm just gonna try this <laughs> bam i was like i do not like that absolutely not again ever so he wrote a joke about it. i was like don't ever do that again
1: yeah
0: F-Y. slap in the vag but it was like a pop like pop and it's supposed to like wake it up and stimulate it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it woke something up, but that ain't what it was. Yeah, I don't think so. That made
1: me angry. It woke up my rage. Yeah, right. All right. Let's, uh, this is a great time to segue into our Michelin sponsor. Today's driving with kids segment <laughs> is brought to you by our sponsor, Michelin and the new Michelin cross climate Two. learn more at michelinman.com. So this is a segment we do every week where I ask you to submit your stories of driving with your children, or maybe you have a childhood story where your parents were driving with you. Remember getting a flat tire and you didn't have a phone. You know, there was no cell phone. You just, you just waited for somebody. You relied on the goodwill of other people. I changed it myself. <laughs> I changed my own tire. I drove a tow
0: truck. My first job was driving what? a tow truck.
1: Yes. Fantastic. Well, it's not my
0: first job. My first job when I turned 16, I I drove tow trucks for my dad. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew how to change so, the
1: tire. <laughs> so you know how to change tire. And that's amazing. And do you know how to put the car up on the lift or whatever yeah. and bring it up? Yeah, yeah. That's so freaking cool.
0: Yeah. My dad had his own uh, rollback and a, a tow truck. We called it a wrecker. And I could pick up any car and put it on any of those. That's really cool. Yeah, it was pretty badass.
1: Yeah, dude. I'm kind of thinking I, I wish um, I wish they offered a, a basic auto mechanics class like in high school. Because uh-huh. I took home ec in high school. And I really, it was very valuable. Yeah. I learned how to cook and, and do some recipes. Mm-hmm. I took shop, like mm-hmm. met uh, wood woodworking, mm-hmm. drafting. Mm -hmm. And I really wish there was a a mechanics class that I could have taken, just like how to change my oil, Yeah, even if I never do. Um, Anyway, think of a story if you have one for driving, and I'll Mm -hmm. I'll read these. Any, no voicemails. Okay. Hi, Christina. I'm not a a mom yet, but hopefully will be soon. So this is a car story from when I was little. My mom was driving an almost three-year-old me to go visit my dad at work. We passed by a McDonald's, so I started pleading, Mama, french fries, french fries. She denied my request and said, No, we can't get french fries right now. We're going to see Daddy. And I immediately came back with, Fucking bish.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Needless to say, my dad got a talking to when we got to his work for teaching me such language. But it's something we laugh about to this day. Love the show. Keep them high and tight, Devin. That's pretty good. That's cute. Yeah, you fucking bish for sure listening to the last few eps reminded me of a story that gets told almost every christmas from when i was six or seven my mom and i were driving in heavy sydney traffic probably like la but more r-worded mom was road raging like she was auditioning for mad max when i pointed out i pointed at the dump truck and asked what's that that's a fucking abortion Before she could react to what she said, I screamed, "I love abortions!" <laughs> she was super concerned about me going to Catholic school that morning and made me promise to never repeat anything she says in the car at school. I still give her shit about it twenty-seven years later. Anyways, thanks, mummy. You bet I'm coming up in May. Nick, thanks, Nick. That's adorable. That's
0: pretty funny. Yeah,
1: I got my kids saying, "Oh, uh, uh, my my four-year-old has a pretty good fucking." He when yeah. he does say it. Oh no! The other day he called. Our dog Bitsy Schitzel. We call her Schnitzel, and she goes, "Come on, Schitzel!" And that's Tom. That's not me. That was Tom. <laughs> Seatbelts. Here we go. When I was four years old, I did not like my older sister clipping me into my car seat. My hardcore grandma, who took care of us in the summer, had enough of my brattiness and walked me to the police station, oh which was a block away. She told the cops that she was turning me in because I did not want to wear my seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> the cops went along with it and brought me to a jail cell and told me if I don't wear my seatbelt, I would have to sleep here.
0: Oh my God. I
1: know. That's terrifying. The cops then walked me back to my grandma's car and buckled me in my car seat. The experience was so traumatizing, but I learned my lesson the hard way. Don't fuck with grandma. Keep them high and tight, Allie. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That's really traumatic, though, no? That's some hardcore parenting, man. Yeah, Grammy's old school, bro. Totally. Did you wear a seatbelt growing
0: up? Hell no. <laughs> I'm a 1970 baby. Yeah, girl. I know you're we thinking about. A driving story. My, I stayed with my Aunt Phyllis, um... Well, my dad worked in the summer. I live with my dad in the summer when my parents were divorced. So I stayed with her all day. And she had two kids, my cousin Stephanie Wade. She had this huge blue Malibu Mm. that had like a bench seat in the front and a bench seat in the back, right? (sighs) And we were sitting threesies in the front bench seat. And she lived in this house that had a curve. And my cousin Wade never closed his door ever. So... At the door would constantly fly open as we're the curb. So one day we're driving. I'm in the middle. Wade's at the at the passenger door. <laughs> she hits the curb. The door opens, and there goes Wade. <gasps> oh. And So my Aunt Phyllis like grabbed him. Like mom instinct, (laughs) grabbed him, pulled him in, and then grabbed the door. You know how big a Malibu is? I mean, she was like Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. She's like Stretch Armstrong. And I remember just being like, Wade almost fell out of the car. Wade almost just fell out of the car. He had to have been like maybe seven.
1: (laughs) No seatbelts. How did she reach that far? She was driving. It's just adrenaline, like superhuman. Oh, I would do that too. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Fuck, man! <laughs> but
0: it happened all the time he would never close the door <laughs> all the way and then the door would fly open while driving he just never flew out with it yeah this particular time he just kind of kept rolling
1: well i bet wade shut that door after huh i doubt it seriously yeah i doubt it not much of a dumb dog not a quick learn <laughs> not a quick study that one I remember I sitting, my mother dated this guy. How did he have? Maybe it was like a Buick, one of these old boat cars. Yeah. I remember sitting like, they had, I loved bench seats. I, I don't even know if they do this anymore. But it was like the, the middle seat mm-hmm. of the bench, like right in front of the the gear yeah. changing. Oh, that was just such a neat spot. Yeah, it was awesome. No seat belt for sure. No. Why do you need one? <laughs> right? Not until the 90s did they make that law, I don't think, or 89.
0: It was Late. before that.
1: Who would you Google when they did the seatbelt lying in the it, state account? Cal- and say, California was, I remember when they passed it, we were like indignant. Like, what?
0: You were not the only ones that were indignant. Yeah. It's so unsafe to be strapped in. It's safer to be thrown <laughs> out of the windshield than to be forced to hit the windshield and stay there. And you're like, what? <sighs> now we're like, what?
1: So crazy. 86. 86. Yeah. Oh, wow. Have you ever? I've had drivers that still don't put their seatbelts on. You ever get like the occasional Uber driver? No. I mean, it's been a while, but I mean, I've been driving with dudes, and it'll be like ding, ding, Ugh. ding, and you're like, bro, just to stop the ding, yeah. Do you think you could put the fucking seatbelt on? Totally. And they, some people just tune it out. I'm they like, do. All right, man. All right, dude. Whatever. I do miss that front bench seat. I know. You know what I was looking at? Ugh. VW buses. Oh, they're rad. I know. Right. I want one. And they're coming out with an electric one. What? Uh-huh. Wait, they're coming back. They stopped uh-huh. making them a long I time know. ago. So, oh. It's coming. They're going to, they're starting to manufacture them. Um, oh my
0: God. That's amazing.
1: Uh-huh. Look how dope that is. An electric. It's called the Volkswagen Microbus so cool it is the, but those buses were so fun talk about dangerous too you could just fly around in the back of those oh i love a that
0: like so cool
1: so it, to me this is just so california too right? yeah
0: it's very much so hippie
1: california. stuff totally i'm gonna get one I'm dying to get one
0: that's what isla wants for her car oh yeah she wants a van fuck yeah i get a she van. wants a white van She's smart, and I'm like, yeah, that's creepy. It They're gonna think you're an Amazon delivery person <laughs> or something. She's like, no, you know how many people I could fit in a white van. She's thinking about
1: the party. You better be careful. Yeah, yeah, she's totally. got them party jeans. She does. Yeah, yes. she knows what's up. She does. Because then she can park that van and get loaded and stuff. Well, clearly, she's already sleeping through biology. <laughs> I mean,
0: she's got the she's got the yeah she's got the dad uh. gene. And what's so frustrating is dad Bert walks in with me. I'm like, Ayla, wake up! And he goes. Poof.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you have to be on my team. Yeah. The kid has to be in school. Don't encourage it, man. Exactly. All right. Well, we gotta go. But I want. Do you have any last thoughts? Any last uh, sex tips or, or or any reflections you want to leave the audience on today? I really appreciate you sharing all this. By the way, I do realize the the amount of work it took to to, to reread this. So thank you. And
0: I'm happy to do it.
1: I appreciate it.
0: And you know, I approach this like I approach everything else. If if I've learned something, then someone listening has probably learned something. Oh, for sure. I didn't really talk about anything personal I do with my husband. Not really. I mean, the frequency of a hand job, but not like, and then I put my mouth. So, <laughs> you know, you don't really know what I do with Bert. We don't know. So then I'm okay to talk about it. If you'd said, well, give me the play-by-play on no, Bert Kreischer, I, I might know. have had a problem. But but this is part of life, you know? Yes, it is. And I think, too, we get in this rut of what about me? What about mine? Where's mine? Right. So if I could say anything, if you just take a moment to go, well what about his? Yeah. Does he get his? How yeah. do I give him his? And encourage him to do the same for you, I think you'd be both be a lot happier.
1: I agree. I think too there's a, such a man hate. Not a man hate. It's just I feel like the I don't know. There there's a there's a lot of shit against the man right now. I agree. Especially white dudes. And I I agree. I, I understand. Everyone's angry. There's a lot of balancing that needs to happen but let's not forget that we have to live with these people once you know once the revolution is done like these are your brothers these are your 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 husbands and your sons and your everything so I know I just feel like guys get such a bad rap right now I agree and I don't want to live without guys. I, know, I, I enjoy men. Me too. I have
0: always enjoyed and not in a sexual way. I enjoy the way men think because it's different than how I think. I enjoy their perspectives. I I enjoy that they're freaking meatheads. I know. And you so. go, "Are you serious? That was the biggest <laughs> meathead thing I've ever seen." But I, I get a kick out of that because of I think he's not an asshole. He's just unaware. Yeah. And there's a difference. There's some intention behind an asshole yeah. and just being unaware is super innocent and something that you can forgive. And I don't feel like everything needs to be a teaching moment. Mm. You know, some things just need to be what they are. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Isla came in the other day. And she was like, Guess what? Mm. You can make a baby mm. out of your own bone marrow and you don't even need men anymore. What? Oh, I read something about that. I was like, That's actually not good. Like mm. I actually like men and want men. I like your dad. I have a great time with your dad. I would be sad if there was no dad. I know. And she was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah. It would be kind of sad, to yes, not have a
1: man." I do. I think that. I think that somewhere along, I'm, I'm a total feminist. I'm all about equality. Oh, so am I. Yeah. And I think somewhere along the lines, like we we got too too much into domination versus cohabitation and coexistence. Like,
0: yes, I think that thought can be applied to many issues even even dare i say uh differences in cultures and yeah. that we're not saying uh different is beautiful and you don't have to be like me at uh, men or women i don't need bert to be like me or think like me i would just like to understand the difference so that i can adjust my own coping skills yeah. or my own management skills i don't know instead of saying no 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 you have to think like i do Well, that's not possible. I mean, there's no way I could think like a man. I do not have a penis. I don't have a lot of testosterone. It's just not possible. So I wish people could apply that to the whole world. Like it's not possible for me to know what it's like to be someone from Mexico who came into this country. How could I possibly know that? So I I can only know what I know. And I didn't choose to be born a white woman. I didn't. But this is what I have. So can I understand what you have so that we can understand each other and accept instead of being like, no, 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 you all have to fit in this one box. Yeah. Men aren't supposed to fit in this box. I like relying on them.
1: I do too. And I like what they're, they lift stuff. I like that they, yeah, take, exactly. trash I like that they uh, take trash out. Mine doesn't.
0: Mine doesn't take trash out.
1: He does lift on, stuff though. You're going to work on your beach game, girl. You gotta, I don't think it would matter. I know, I know. I know. But uh, I like that Tom is into cars. I think it's really yeah. cute. It's like, yeah. they're so, um, yeah, it's good that they're different. I don't, I don't think I want them to be feminized and so feminine. And like now they call male traits toxic, like this toxic masculinity. And I understand what it means. Don't fucking email me. I know what it means when it's over the top. Like I yeah. get it. There is such a thing as macho bullshit. That's totally oppressive and horrible. Yeah. But then there's also a thing of like letting little boys be little boys, letting them be exuberant and yeah. loud and little girls too loud. That's ma- That that's considered masculine. Great. That's yeah. I think you and I were, would be considered masculine. As very masculine we would have been non-binary. Yeah. I think if someone had said to me Probably, when I was yeah. in second or third grade, are you non-binary? Do you think that you're a little boy? I may have been like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I was wearing um, military pants. What are the cargo pants? Yeah. In like second and third grade. I, I wanted to be on Miami Vice. Yeah. I think they, I think I would have been. On
0: oh, are you kidding? On the first day of kindergarten, I came out with a skirt and no shirt. And my dad was like, you got to wear a shirt. And I went, why? Yeah. He said, because you're a little girl. And I was like, but Wade doesn't have to wear a shirt.
1: Yeah. Why do I have to wear Fucking a shirt? Wade.
0: I'm not wearing a shirt. And he's like, you kind of, you kind of. You kind of do. Yeah. And I think I was the same. I was like, fuck that, man. I'm not wearing any skirts anymore. I'm just all in my football jerseys. That's all I wore was football jerseys mm-hmm. growing up. And yeah. tough skin jeans. Yeah. <laughs> football jerseys and <laughs> black tennis shoes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I was the same. I would have been
0: non-binary. And then I turned out to be very hetero. Yeah, You know, I love men. I've dated men my whole life. I've never been attracted to women. I think they're beautiful, but I, I, it's not where my... That's where my juju
1: gets off. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: so, uh, so what's wrong with that?
1: I don't know. See, that's why I'm a little reticent to start labeling everybody exactly. so fucking early. Oh, it's exhausting. Like, I'm doing these kindergarten applications for Ellis, and <laughs> it, it's male, female, non-binary yeah. now, and those are the options, and I'm like, he's four yeah he doesn't even know how to pronounce spaghetti it's yep. puschetti. don't fucking yeah. tell me yeah, yeah. whether i don't know he doesn't know what no. he is how dare you and imagine if we start doing that so early yeah. it's like it's give, give them, the it, kid a minute
0: it's making them aware of something that it's not necessary to yeah. be aware of and for the 0.01 percent of the children yes. that this is a real issue for awesome
1: Great. And you know it. Totally. And I, I think there are, there are kids yeah. that, that they know it yes. that early and you're yes. like, yeah, dude, yep. you're hundred percent. This is your identity. Boom. Totally agree. Yeah. But they they know it. So it's so in their core. I don't think you can inflict. I don't know. But then there are some parents who think it's cool that their kid is like gender nondescript and they like almost want them to be that way. Right. <laughs> At least in L.A. They're <laughs> super so liberal. fucking weird. Yeah. Super liberal. I'm, down. I'm not down with woke, dude. I'm done with woke. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's this One script. eye open and No shit. Scott Thompson had the best line on your mom's house. He said, woke me when it's over. <laughs> I cannot agree more. And yeah. anyway, I'm going to leave on that note. Thank you so much for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. You're just my favorite person. Aww. I love you so much. Aww, and... I
0: love you too. And you're just one of my favorite people too.
1: Yeah. Listen to Wife of the Party. Anything else you got to plug? Anything else? Just Wife of the Party. Oh, our machine and
0: mechanic house shoes. Freewaters.com. That's right. I gave you some. Happy have them, I love them. Oh my God, love. they're the best. They so, have art support. They have oh, a sole. You can so walk comfy. your dogs in them. They're so comfortable. Freewaters.com, the machine and the mechanic. And the, we have little graphics on the inside. Of the machine cute. has Bert and the mechanic is me. <laughs> but they're awesome shoes. They're actually... I don't really... I, I don't really have a dog in the fight. I don't plug anything. I don't make any money off anything. So they're just awesome house shoes like we bought them last year for ourselves they weren't machine mechanic and when they asked us if there anything else you'd like to build to, to make and i was like house shoes please those house shoes they're just awesome so yeah.
1: they are awesome they're yeah. so rad thank so you. thank you so much lean crasher thank you and uh thank you to you for watching for downloading until next time stay cool moms where my mom's where my mom's, where my moms at where my mom's
0: wearing thongs hitting bongs at raising kids cleaning ships need a long nap where my mom's? Where my mom's? Where my mom's at?
1: Where my mom's at? Podcast with Christina P.